0: Family. The bedrock of society, an important influence to children that helps in their perspective of life as they grow up. It helps in building their confidence, shaping their beliefs, values, and more importantly, helps them to become what God has ordained them to be. The dynamics of the family circle cannot be overemphasized. It plays a key role in our social interactions as adults and as children. And because of its domino effect in our lives, we need to pay attention to it and be heavily invested in building a healthy, strong family with the goal of raising better children, building healthy relationships between spouses, but more importantly, in building a better society across all nations. Get ready to explore and learn with Pastor Fumi Alawale on the subject of Family Dynamics and its impact in our lives.
1: So I want to welcome you both uh, for this episode on Family Dynamics. Um, It's about homes and the fact that marriage is still working. And the fact that we are Christians is, um, we expect it to work, even though with what is happening in the world today, we know that marriage is sweet, but somebody said, it will be sweet if you handle it well with the right cutlery. And so we're going to be talking and asking questions. Um, these are wonderful families. I want you to please introduce yourself one after the other. Thank you. We start from
2: me. Um, my name is BC Adeyiga. Um, I'm an IT professional, I IT consultant by profession. And i um, been married for uh, 10 years now.
3: I'm Tawakwa I'm an IT project manager. I'm just married to Mr. Vise mm-hmm. I'm Inka Luboli, I'm a GP by profession, and I'm married to uh, Muiwo and we've been married for 23 years.
4: Hello, yeah, my name is Muiwo Luboli, and I'm married to Inka. We've been married for 23 years, and I'm a breast surgeon by profession. I'm also a pastor here in God's Way Church. Thank
1: you. That's a good introduction. So they are not mean people. They are professionals in their right, they are pastors. And also they've been married for a while now. You know, we have a couple that been married for 10 years and another one for 23 years. So they will be representing the younger generation and they will be representing the old age. the less young. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Know, yeah. So, Pastor, question is this. When did you start thinking about marriage? Is this something you began thinking when you just saw, oh, I like this girl. I want to. I, I, I wish she's my wife. So, when did you start thinking about it? Uh, we can start from Pastor Muyiwa Lubaani. Uh, yeah, thank you for for, for
4: the invite. I think I started thinking about marriage after I um, after I became a doctor. I, I think I remember it was when I went to do my um, national. What do we call it? We call it national youth service um, in in Nigeria where I graduated. From. So, that was after I graduated as a doctor and um, my career, more or less, uh, took off and kicked off and uh, I think that was when I started thinking about marriage seriously. Obviously, before then, I've been thinking about it. I've been praying about it. Um, I remember while I was in medical school, I actually took time to pray about who I'm going to marry um, because I made a decision that I didn't want to get it wrong, uh, because of my the, the family dynamics, my my father, uh, you know, because of his experience, I made it. I made it a conscious and intentional decision that I, I want to be, I want to have a relationship better than my, what my dad had, and um, so I started praying about it from. As far as I can remember, but well, I, I think I started thinking seriously about it
1: after I became an adult. Thank you so much. Over to you, Mr. Bissett. Um I,
2: I think that question is almost like something. It's a bit difficult to answer because mm-hmm. because if you live in the um, in the setting where you have a father and mother who are married, you're always thinking like one day you're going to get married as well. But mm-hmm. well, like um, Pastor, you well said. Um, the thought of marriage at that point, it's still in the realms of fantasy. Um, but when you begin to grow, that you realize there is responsibility. And for me, um, I started really taking the issue of marriage, um, relationship, that was leading to marriage seriously. Uh, when I was in my uh, third level year three in uni, um, that was when I decided, okay, I'm starting to start taking seriously. I started praying about it. Um, but I didn't really make any decision to, um, I would use the word, press the button to start the process of getting to marriage until I finished my master's and um, I got a job. Uh, I, I was sure I could take on responsibility and look after my family. That was when it became really serious. But um, I started praying from my uni days. About the kind of person I want to marry, the kind of woman I wanted, and what I needed to do to be uh,
1: the best husband for that I could be. Okay. Thank you so much for the fact that we could see from the two of them, they started thinking about it while in the university, and one thing they did was to pray about it. But you mentioned that um, you were praying about the kind of woman you want to marry. What are your, what are the things we're looking for
2: in that woman? Um, it's um, I can't remember everything now because I basically got more than I was asking for. So, um, <laughs> 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 yes, I did. Um, but I remember, I remember one day in my friend level, I was in church, um, and I thought I needed to pray about my relationship, my marriage. So I stepped out of the church um, and I went to one of the buildings, science building in my school it was quiet on Sunday. And I felt like I said, Okay, what are the qualities you're looking for? Like I'm looking for a confident woman, a woman who loves the Lord. I was writing of that. And then was, said, uh, um, how many of those do you really have? Like, okay, I know where this conversation is going. So basically I was looking for I had qualities I was looking for, but those were the qualities that God was demanding from me myself. So it was a process of working on myself. Um, because as a man you have to model what you want to see, your woman and your family. So he it starts to you. So it was a period where my focus shifted away from looking for that for that those qualities and working on myself to be that quality. Hmm. That's really encouraging.
1: We want to be that person. You want to not say, "Oh, I want my wife to be like this." But you, God is now dealing with him in such a way that he has to be a good person as well. And those those um, qualities that he was listing down, God said, "Do you have them?" So, so it's not about who the other person is, or about who you are as an individual person as well. Because if you're not good and you marry a good person, you will make that person a bad person as well. So it's, it's both ways. So the important thing now is working on yourself and making yourself a good person, which is only possible as you allow the Spirit of God to work with you. Uh, Pastor is there anything you desired in the woman you were praying about? I, I think for me, um, I, I
4: don't think I had a long list. of think uh, in the in the time that we were growing up in the fellowship, obviously I was very prominent because you know because I was in the music ministry, played the keyboard, and I had a lot of sisters around me uh, who are suitable, who are, you know who are, I could just pick anyone really. But I I I was very conscious of the fact that number one uh, I wanted a woman who. Who had a good relationship? Who had a solid relationship with God? Uh, I wanted a woman who was going to lift me up in prayers. Uh, I wanted a woman who is uh, a wife material, not just um, um, not somebody who is packaged very well on the outside, but there's no substance on the inside. Uh, I think those were the uh, those were the you know things that I had in my mind. That time, but obviously, I I was also quite keen that it has to be somebody that I'm attracted to, somebody that when I see her straight away, I you know, I like what I see, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm attracted to her. But beyond that, there should be substance within the package. Mm -hmm.
1: Thank you. So, we see there's not just attraction or substance, so it's not what is on the outside, you know, but the inner one the inner being is important as well. So even as we want to look good on the outside, want to dress well, want to, you know, make sure our faces are shiny, we also need to deal with the inner man, the, the good person. And he mentioned something, a wife material. Uh Pastor Yinka, what do you think a wife material or who do you <laughs> think a wife material is? <laughs> because you you <laughs> have been selected <laughs> and you are you, you have the that theory point you
4: will
3: know what
1: so what do you think who do you think a white material is hmm. I would say that a white material
3: is number one a woman who feels good okay number two a white material is not perfect that's one thing I want to say for a woman who fears God the second thing is a woman who is accountable accountable to authority, spiritual authority there should be somebody that you're accountable to anybody who is not accountable to anybody is dangerous Mm -hmm. and the third thing is that it should be a woman who is submissive to the Holy Spirit of course there are other things about you know Knowing how to cook, knowing how to look after the house, those things can be, you know, learned. Those three things are
1: quite important. Hmm. That's very kind of. Her. Sister Della, what do you think about being submissive to the Holy Spirit? I
3: would say that allowing the Holy Spirit to really lead you and help you, because looking at the role of a wife maybe who then turns to a mother you're kind of you're nurturing and in a way in courts you are doing a thankless job because you're really self-sacrificing you're sacrificing yourself for your home and these things are sometimes not even no one even notices sometimes and the children they're still young they can't see this themselves submitting to the holy spirit is allowing him help you on that journey of being that well-rounded mom, being that well-rounded wife that the Lord has called you to be and also helping you because it helps us to be able to or empowers us to be able to do these things because if you look at it physically or naturally, it's it can be daunting, it's a lot. But allowing the Holy Spirit to empower you, do things that before you were married, you didn't even think you had the capacity to do those things, but when you let the Holy Spirit really help you, you become strong, you become, it takes over your weaknesses and he exchanges it with, for his own strength to help you and you just see how robust and solid and resilient you become mm. um, as that kind of one. Yeah.
1: Thank you for the contribution. and. You know, the, the importance of our relationship with God cannot be overemphasized because you need strength as a woman to be that woman that God wants you to be. You need the wisdom of God and the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So no matter how beautiful you are, no matter how good looking you are, without that you know, relationship with God, it will be too difficult to bear the burden of marriage mm. because it's a heavy weight. Mm. Sometimes will be, there will be sleepless nights when your baby is crying and you need the strength of God. There will be things you will have to do. And you know the mention submitting to, to the Holy Spirit. Somebody, If you are not submish, submitting to the Holy Spirit, sometimes the things you want to do, maybe somebody has come into your house, maybe a mother-in-law, and they are misbehaving. The tendency is for you to snap and just do your own things. I want to deal with this woman because I'm also, this is my house. But when the Holy Spirit begins to speak to you, you do certain things because you love your husband. You do certain things because the Holy Spirit is helping you to do it. And that's why it is not about, you know, your looks. It is not about your degree. It is about your relationship with God. That is key. In building a home that God wants you to build. And we, we we discovered that when they started thinking about it, one thing they did, both of them did, was to pray. They sought the face of God. Because sometimes we think we know, sometimes we think we can select. You know, Pastor we was saying there were lots of girls around. There were sisters that were sing well in choir. And as a music person, the tendency is for you to want somebody that will sing, so that you are going to be singing together in the home. But singing does not keep a home. You can sing and fight. <laughs> you know That's why it is not about the, the beautiful ladies of you. There will be so many of them, especially if you are the go-go one. And I've noticed that most of the time, people in music ministry, the tendency is to get it wrong. Because you just make a move. This one is good. She sings very well. She cooks. She's beautiful. She fulfills all the criteria. So it's so important that we pray because it's God that can lead us into picking the right person. Now, to the ladies, um, we saw men praying. How did you, when did you start thinking about marriage uh, on your own side and what did you do? Did you just say, when the brother comes, I will begin to pray? Or how did you, you know, or what did you do?
3: I'll go first. Uh, I think 400 to 500 level in uni, I had a group of friends there as well. We had this common room on every floor in the hostel. So we would go there, and that was the time I I remember vividly that we were. And at that point, because we were like getting us to final year to leave the school would come together to really pray so I think for me as well it was really then and um, it kind of came to the fore in terms of really praying about what's next and marriage was part of the what's really next apart from who I want to get a job we'll go for NYC. was also so it was that time that we had that like unique um, set of friends, and we were really praying together, particularly about the future who would marry. And back then in uni, we used to have people coming, There's one particular man who was a relationship sort of expert, so they would invite him. So it were inviting. So it helped to really help one start to really think about that the future of our marriage, about settling. So some of the things it taught us then were things we were taking to God. And for me, then it was mostly around. Not exactly uh, uh, someone that was made, but someone who had who had that prospect, that whose future I can see even though it's something you can see um, that you can't, has not manifested in a way. So it was about, I'm just really drawn to, I need to see this, this the kind of person I'm going to be with, has to have. God first. So it was around God just leading me, and it was about God leading me, not, every, not allowing me make a mistake in that in that line. And because I didn't want to be, the materialism or the physical appearance was kind of uh, taking care of that. It was more, I just want God to show me and help me on that journey. So that was when I really started to pray
1: about it. So it's not that, oh, I want a man that has a very good job, has a car, You know, I don't want to suffer with any man. I just want the best of life.
3: I didn't want to suffer, Uh but it was, if I had to suffer, because I felt like God knew me, but I knew already, because I had settled that in my mind that I just wanted God's will for me. And so that helped me not to allow myself to be bamboozled by the the physical. So it was like, I'm particularly about the future. And so, yeah, that that was our.
1: Thank you. Awesome.
3: yeah I mean for me i was um, I started praying at the age of 17 and that was because I was fortunate to go to a church whose the pastor was all about praying so and like, i I remember him telling us that you can't afford to make a mistake in marriage because almost two-thirds of your life you spend married so it's something you must invest in so he advised us then that at the age of seventeen start praying an hour a week mm-hmm you don't have anybody in mind. Mm-hmm. You don't, so you're not clouded or blinded or emotionally attached. Mm-hmm. And that was what I was doing, just one hour a week, just pray for the person you, you're you going to marry. And I think we're, a group of us, we weren't doing it together, but that was what we were taught mm-hmm. in church. So I started doing that. But when I now started seriously, like now made a list, I made a list. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was in final year of medical school then. So I made a list, spiritual qualities and physical qualities. And I remember the spiritual qualities, I can't remember everything, but I remember two. One is the man that hears the Lord, Mm -hmm. and one is the man whose spirit is tender to the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. I remember those two vividly because I got that. So, of course, it's tall, Mm easy. Money was not an issue, it's all about prospects. Mm -hmm. You know, does the person have potential? You know, does he have a goal and purpose? For those two things, a man who fears God and a man whose spirit is tender to the Holy Spirit. Once that is the package, every other
1: thing will naturally, you know, follow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very good. That's great. So, tenderness to the Holy Spirit, which means, if the Holy Spirit says, "Mo you are this is what you need to do, you will listen. Mm-hmm. And so that is key in any relationship. And the way marriage works, if you have a man that does not fear God, he won't be obedient to the Holy Spirit. And so, this is, we saw it in these two families that the most important thing to them was the fear of the Lord. A man that knows the Lord, a man that fears God, a man that is submitting to the Holy Spirit. And with that, God can bring any other thing. Money will come as we submit to the Holy Spirit you know, good luck will come as we allow the Spirit of God to help us. And um, before we round up uh, in this episode, I just want to, I think, um, um, Sister Delaco mentioned something which stood out to me. You were saying that you were praying with a group of people. Were you sharing? okay, I'm praying, was there a time where somebody said, I think this is the brother for me. Was there any time like that? No. No. Okay. Without, so you were not sharing oh this is I wanted to pray for, for this one for this one to <laughs> I think mean, then all of us no one really had any
3: I think one of us had the relationship already, but that relationship didn't eventually lead to marriage. But no one really had anyone in the radar. It was just about let's be praying about that time mm-hmm. and who would
1: settle with okay. so there wasn't you no know, no one coming okay. well pray along with no okay. <laughs> okay and one thing before we round up was the fact that from age 17 Pastor Yinka started praying for one hour a week you you can imagine the the investment into the life of yes. dharma yes. so there's no age that is too early to start praying so if you have not been praying i will encourage you to pray because God loves you and He will give you the best. So this this afternoon, before we just random, up, the first thing is the fact that whether the woman or the man, they must be people that fear God, that have a relationship with God, and it's not too early to start praying. Whatever your standards are, allow the Spirit of God to choose for you because He knows you inside out. And He will give you the best. He's your father. He's a good father. And He loves you. Um, We'll continue in another episode answering all these questions by the grace of God. So keep enjoying life and keep basking in His glory. The Lord bless you, Rico. Thank you so much for aligning or uh, giving us your time for this uh, session. Uh, the Lord bless you and continue to keep your home in love and in in his blessings in Jesus name, Amen.